Welcome to the Warner Brothers Podcast. I'm Kyle, joined by my brother Keenan, also joined by longtime guest, longtime friend Camden Dennis. Welcome back, Cam. How you doing? Welcome back. And if you oh, see Camden man. here, I've... if you see Camden in the building, you know that means we're talking NBA. NBA starts tomorrow. It's Monday night. We're about Thanks. we're about an hour and a half yes, before sir. the Monday night game. We're coming off a great football Sunday, and we have a highly anticipated NBA season starting about 24 hours, maybe 25 hours from now. Uh, I cannot wait. Uh, I cannot wait to get to these predictions. I cannot wait to talk about various yeah. players, various teams. Uh, how are y'all doing? Great. You could... You can convince me of about three, about probably two teams, three teams in the East, depending. But you could probably convince me on seven teams in the West, and I'd be like, I, I get it. I, so like the, it's gonna be. I don't feel like ours are gonna be the same. I really feel like we're gonna have three different, like even yeah. groupings of finals. So it's gonna be interesting. I'm still like in flux on a little bit of it, just because it's so difficult, but. Yeah. Obviously, by the end of this pod, I'll have a concrete prediction. So mm-hmm. I'm ready yeah. to go. This is going to be, to me, one of the most exciting NBA years ever. I feel like, although, like Keenan was saying, three teams in the East, I agree, might not make the playoffs, and that's about it. The only ones I can argue, every team has a star that I'm willing to watch yeah. and yeah. watch them play basketball and see what every single team is worth my time to watch because that's how ex- that's just how great these players are. How excited I'm ex- seeing these young players emerge, and I'm so pumped for the year. So, like, it, it brings up a good point, Kyle. I actually have a real quick question before we start. Do you think this is the deepest NBA we've ever had, like stars wise? Yeah. it's possible. Yeah, it's very possible. It does seem like there is a star <clears throat> per team, um, and it's. For a large part, I think at least three quarters of the league would always at least have one star. But I think team by team, uh, I think the bottom half of the league, like the teams that aren't going to make the playoffs, I think, you know, in years past, those are rosters that could make the playoffs. And now the top of the league's so deep with mm-hmm. talent that, you know, it's just rich with talent. It truly is. Like, I, it's exactly why people are talking about expansion coming along here within the next two years, probably Vegas and Seattle. So. It makes perfect sense because there is, I mean, you see it all yeah. over. I mean, Camden knows this as a Celtics fan. Like, Pritchard was getting good minutes his first year in the league. He didn't get any core time last year. They had to give away players, trade away players this year to make time for him because he's a guy who could get minutes on any roster, really, uh, as far as what he can do. And yeah. I think there's players yeah. like that <clears throat> across the league on every single roster. Every single roster. Peyton, Pr- Peyton Pritchard is kind of what like Andre Miller was years back, but Andre Miller got time like that crafty point guard that knows how to play basketball really well. So like he's someone, but Andre Miller used to get, sometimes he started, but like a lot, he got like legitimate bench minutes. And like, Mm -hmm. as you just said, he's not seeing the floor because there's just so much talent. Even like the Pistons who are a lower tier team, you still got Cade Cunningham. He's, he is great, obviously. The, Hornet, the Hornets, you got Brandon Miller, you've got LaMelo, 
Uh, the Wizards are going to be even interesting just to see how Jordan Poole can – is he going to be yeah. a 41-point pool or is he going to be one of seven pool? Mm-hmm. Like there's just so many. What are Obviously, the Blazers going to look like this year with that the Blazers have got The Blazers have got talent. Obviously, like is Zion playing? And these are like as we're talking, like some of the lower tier, even the Jazz, Lori Markin, an All Star starter last year. Like mm-hmm. these are the lower tier teams, not even the yep. higher end, the Milwaukee, Boston, uh, Denver. So this is just great, and I'm excited. I'm just excited to get into the uh, division by division record. So do you want to start in the uh, East or West? Uh, let's go East first. Okay. I actually, have the Southeast division and, first. Uh, Southeast division first. Okay. So um Camden, you start. Do you want to go one team by one team or do you want to go five I think, all five and then all five? I think so the way we did it, the way we've traditionally done it, and the way we did it with football is like so we'll go team by team. So I'll say the first team first, I'll give my record. Uh and then whether if Cam or Keenan wants to go next, like we'll just do it team by team, give our three, and then we'll move. And then we'll kind of compare and contrast after and talk about why we have that record and such and such. Okay, so just for um, go Camden, Kyle, myself for the Southeast, just so we know what order to go and get it off. Yeah. Quick, and then afterwards, we break down why we have what we have. Yeah. Well, I'll re- and I'm going I'll, best record first. Uh, I'll just read them off first, team by team, by what, what order we got it in, and then we can just go from there. So I'll read mine off first, then we'll go with y'all next. So I got the oh okay you're you're chilling. So we'll go Hawks first. I got the cool. Hawks at forty-seven and thirty-five. What do y'all have the Hawks at? Cam, okay, you next. Thirty-six and forty-six. Ooh. That sounds like not a forty-one and forty-one. I'm directly in between you guys. So same record <laughs> yeah. they had last year. Okay. Directly in between. Okay, uh, I'll start first. Yeah. I think the Hawks are going to be much improved from last year. They got rid of John Collins. Uh, not that he was a negative. Mm-hmm. But that just seemed to be something that was hanging over their team, trading him. Seems like they have balance now. And they'll have a full season of Quinn Snyder. And that's really why I'm going 47 wins for them. I think Quinn Snyder is a, at the least, top 10 coach in the league. Uh, Trey Young, he's always put up large stats. But he's at the point in his career now where it's really about winning. And I see him taking a bit of a leap as far as seriousness, uh, as far as his stardom goes, as far as NBA career goes. Uh so it's really a bet on Trey Young and a bet on coaching. And I think this team's going to mature. They have tons of talent. And that's where I come up with the 47 wins. So what say you? Camden, you next. Yeah. So to me, this, as much as Trey Young is legit and the man, their backcourt. We were so was, wrong on him, I Camden. I was, I was so <laughs> right on this man being like, I was like, he's going to be so washed up and bad. I was like, he's right. going to be a decent player, but he's not going to be yeah. great. He's not going to be like a real star. He'll be mm-hmm. fine. Like 17 and seven. Like yep. <laughs> we were just wrong. So wrong. Anyways, for me, their backcourt defensively is a liability. And I do think that anybody that has any sort of backcourt that's legitimate is going to be able to score super easily against them. Um, Including DeJounte. Murray is an okay defender, but he's really small. Yeah. Interesting, because I, th- um, I feel like DeJounte is like a strong DeJounte's defense. a good defender. 
feel like that's why they got him. Is he's his a defense. good defender, but he's small, is what I'm saying. The dude is small. He's a big guard. I think he is a good defender. I just think they're. He doesn't he's have a lot. No, he doesn't have a lot of weight. True, he's got, but he he's is probably, taller. He's definitely he's under two hundred. He's lanky. He's, he's like definitely under two hundred. I think he's lanky. I'm just saying they they be small, and I don't I don't love their. I don't love them losing John Collins. I actually really like John Collins on that team and thought that he should have been more of a focal point of their offense and minutes-wise. So I'm just not a huge fan of this team, and I think that there are a lot more teams better than them. And I think there is going to be some friction this year, and I think that Trey Young might even ask for a trade midseason because I don't think this team is good enough to fulfill what he wants to happen. So I personally I have this team at forty one and forty one because I do think they have talent. <clears throat> I like Sadiq Bay, uh, De- DeAndre Hunter. We'll see if he can take that next step into being becoming like a third, a true third option on a playoff contending team because that's obviously where your goal is. You don't have someone like Trey Young and Dejounte Murray in the backcourt to not be competing at least for the divisional or divisional for the second round of the playoffs. But I think that this team. I don't know how they're going to fully gel. I, I, when they traded for DeJounte Murray, I liked it because it gave another, it gave a chance for Trey young to come off the ball a little bit, but he hasn't seemed to really come off the ball because he's Trey young is ball centric. I think if you got him moving more, it might work more, but we'll see how it goes. I just think this team is talented, but they're a little too up and down inconsistent for me. And I don't see that changing fully this year. So I have them at 41 and 41. I think that they'll be competing for a play-in playoff spot. My counter to that would be, to both of y'all, would just be that they got a major, major coaching upgrade with a full season. I mean, that's sure. that's really just my, uh, again, that and Trey Young growing up, hitting, uh, what is he, probably mid-20s now? Late 20s, he's got to mm-hmm. be 26, 27. Mm-hmm. That's really my bet. But I understand where both of y'all are coming from, too. Uh, let's move on to the Miami Heat. I also have the Heat at 47 and 35. Oh, no. Camden, you? I have the Heat at 39 and 43. (laughs) I have the Heat at 45 and 37. Okay. uh, Uh, I'll start here. I think, I think, let's say Dame never gets traded. Let's say Dame's still in Portland right now. Okay. And let's say every roster is as it was, what, three, four weeks ago before these trades popped off, mm-hmm. uh, I would have had the exact same record Keenan just put. I would have had him right around anywhere from 43 to 46 wins, uh, which I guess technically I still do, but below 47 and just kind of hanging around, picking their spots in the regular season and doing what they do and turning into fucking monsters in the playoffs. Uh, now with these trades, with them not getting Dame, with Dame going to their conference now, he's in Milwaukee, uh, the Celtics made upgrades. I think the Heat are going to be the, you know, you think you're better than me team. Uh, I think they're looking at everybody talking about the Celtics, the Bucks, the Sixers and their drama. And, you know, the Knicks, people are big on the Knicks. And they're saying to themselves, like, hey, we made the finals last year. Uh, we made the finals as an AC. Nobody's talking about us. So I think that's going to give them a little more incentive in the regular season. Uh, not to mention they need a higher seed, given that. Their talent is, you know, not as good as the top three as Philly, Boston, and uh, Milwaukee in terms of talent. Uh, 
but that's really what I'm looking at. But I think they will be in the mid 40s to late 40s. And who knows? They probably got a trade coming too at some point. Uh, Pat Riley said today they need another 25 <laughs> point per game score. I don't think that guy's on the roster unless Hero's making a huge leap. So, yeah, but I do think they improved from last year's regular season. I think they're taking it a little more serious. Spolstra and all those guys are dogs over there. They love to compete. And, uh, yeah, 47 wins. Camden, you? So my turn. I said the Heat were going to be 39-43, and 43, below 500. I think they missed the playoffs, but we'll get there later. This team has only gotten worse when the rest of the East remained the same and or better. That is above them in a lot of ways. They should have, like Kyle was saying, gotten a 25-point-per-game player, gotten a second-best player that's legitimate, and they didn't make any of that happen. To me, if I was putting Tyler Hero out there for the Dame Lillard trade, I would have put him out there for all sorts of trades because they need a different type of player to mold around. This bench is weak. Kyle, Kevin Love's going to have to play some meaningful minutes, like a lot. Um, I think Thomas Bryant's going to have to play many meaningful minutes. I don't know what their starting five looks like in terms of does Kyle Lowry start every game? I don't love that for them. Um, not my favorite team. I think that they are slow. I think that they're – they got – to like they're on the back end of this team being what it is of we're going to make the finals a lot. Jimmy Butler's getting older. He's not getting younger. Um, and granted he's might still be in his prime this year. I just am not seeing a huge lift offensively from this team. They might be great defensively with Bam. I think Bam might have a great year this year defensively. I don't think they can keep up with some of the offensive juggernauts in the NBA this year, and, and even within the East. Don't think they can keep up. So, I think this Miami Heat team is good but not great. Um, the talent le- the talent level is a little low, but we see it with great coaches all the time, and I think Eric Spolstra has an argument easily to be the best coach in the league. It would have to be him, Steve yes. Kerr. Greg Popovich still always has to be in the conversation for what he's done, but so with the fact that my heat, the Heat have obviously great coaching, a great organization, you still have Jimmy Butler, which I agree with Kyle in the sense of Jimmy typically turns it on towards right after the All-Star break to get himself ready for playoff mode. I think you see a Jimmy who might be aiming for second-team All-NBA to almost like first-team All-NBA gunning, maybe his second-team All-NBA this year. And Tyler Hero really is going to have to take that next step I really think that at some point you're going to have to give Jovic minutes and see what he is on a, in an actual game. They got Josh Richardson back, but the reason why I don't have them higher is because you did lose Max Struess, one of your best three-point shooters who Too played big, big in the play-in played big in the play-in game, had spots throughout the playoffs. He lost him to the Cavs. You lost Gabe Vincent to the Lakers and you weren't able to fill the void. You were fine losing them if you got Dame, but you didn't get Dame. You didn't get Drew Holiday. You didn't add anything. So other than Josh Richardson would be your biggest addition of the offseason, which he was cool about seven years ago. We'll see if he can have a rekindling. He's probably going to have to start. Yeah, he's going to be starting. I think it's looking like Lowry, Hero, Josh Richardson, Jimmy Butler, Bam, or Ty- or Thomas Bryant there, and you have uh, Hero or Johnson off the bench. So we'll see how it goes. But I hate I have that him, line. I have him, I have him 40. <laughs> 
I have them 45 and 37. I think that I think that they're probably in below 500 team, but they get coached up to a 45 and 37 okay. and a team you do not want to see in the playoffs because of the fact That's that they know how to win. Uh, my retort would be I hate that they lost Gabe Vincent. Uh, Struess, yes, who is a knockdown, Struess, who's adding nothing, with adding nothing, Struess is a knockdown shooter too, uh, and they lost him. But I think honestly, they mind the D League or now the G League. Sorry, they mind the G League and free agents better than anybody. Uh, this is a team that got the best years out of Hassan Whiteside. They got great year two out of De- uh, Deion Waiters. Uh, They'll probably bring Oladipo back now that he's getting waived after that trade <laughs> to what Houston or do you go back to OKC? I can't even can't even keep track, but I don't know. He just got traded in OKC right now. He did, so he's gonna get waived from there again, probably. So he'll probably end up back in Miami. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's just the thing with them. They're fucking zombies. They're. I mean, it does not matter who's on their roster. They're gonna somehow get to at least forty three wins, I think. And you still mm-hmm. have Jimmy. And Bam there. I would like to see Bam add like an 18-foot jump shot to his game. I don't think that's crazy to ask of a professional NBA player, uh, especially with how much he lives at the top of the key. He has it inconsistently. Like, he has a decent mid-range game, like, when he shoots it. The real thing with him is he needs to be aggressive. Yeah. Like, he just, like, he, he, that's why I've always compared him semi, like, obviously not the same level, but I've always felt like he was like Anthony Davis a super great defender who can change the game defensively offensively has the tools, obviously not the same tools as Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis has the tools to be the best player in the game, but has tools offensively has some handle can pass Mm -hmm. can has a little bit of a mid range game. He just never puts it forth, but we saw in the finals uh, game one, I believe he, you saw him actually put it together in the finals. You're like, Oh, this guy actually can, he can do that. Okay. He just needs to do that consistently. And once mm-hmm. he does that, I think the Heat really could take a next step. But if he doesn't, then this team is... Uh, yeah, he, we'll he's, he seems to like his pull-up more than he just likes shooting a regular pick-and-pop 15- to 17-footer. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't understand because you see that yeah, across the Yeah, I agree that league. he needs to be more aggressive, though. 100%. 100%. And I think, I think mm-hmm. Jovic does get at least like 20 minutes a game, which is good because he's a highly touted prospect. I hope. And he's got a lot of versatility to his game. So yeah. I don't... Makes sense why they brought him along slow because he is pretty uh, paper thin as far as his body goes. Uh, let's move on to the mm-hmm. Charlotte Hornets yep. next. He's young too. Facts, facts. Only twenty years old, I believe. Uh, got the Charlotte Hornets next. I have them at thirty six and forty six. Uh, what do y'all have them at? Thirty three and forty nine. Uh, twenty six and fifty six. Damn, damn. Uh, answer two. I actually have them going above, you know, the 30-32 win mark pretty much because of the injuries they have. I think they have good players in their roster. I don't think they necessarily fit. But I think if you can get 50 games out of Gordon Hayward, you can get, you know, three quarters of a season out of LaMelo on top of, you know, the players they have around. They got Brandon Miller now, too. Uh, they're coached by North Country Union High School. Great. Steve Clifford. Uh he is good at at Shout least Steve. bringing along younger talent, you know, like he's a good, he's a good culture setter. Uh, so I think they could at least be, you know, slightly below average. Again, this is betting on health though, which is crazy to say because players like Hayward and seemingly LaMelo have a tough time staying healthy. Um, so, I mean, mm-hmm. if they got role players, if they're not selling everybody this year, which 
they never really have been. They've never been one to sell on talent. They seem to try to be at the uh, like a playing team across the whole entire Jordan tenure. Uh, yeah, I think they're just another mediocre team, but slightly above average. You're not going to want to see them on certain nights during the regular season, but they're not going to make a ton of noise. But they'll bring some excitement to Charlotte this year, I think, more so than last year. All right. To me, this team's pretty bad. But I will say this. They're above 30 wins for sure. I will say my prediction at 33 is pretty solid, but they're above 30 wins. Because LaMelo is a growing into under another year of growth, even though he's been injured a lot with health and all that. I think ideally he can play a whole year this year. And with him having some pieces around him with the impact of Mark Williams and Brandon Miller getting there, I think this team can score. I think this team can play. Coach Clifford, gotta love him. He's a vet. He knows what he's doing, plays well. They have pieces around him, like you were saying, with um, Gordon Hayward. They've got Batum. They've got all sorts of different players there that can definitely go make some impactful minutes, play some really solid games. It's just this team is young. Brandon Miller, I don't. I think he's going to be streaky, especially at the beginning. He's not showing me that he's going to be a solid all the time. Good. He might shoot twenty two percent from the three point line for a hot minute, mm-hmm. for all I know. Um, but Lamelo's a legit player. He he's fun to watch. He'll probably even make the All Star game for all I know this year if he plays every single game he can if he plays 50 plus games i think he can be an all-star but this team is bad can't compete they're gonna lose a lot of they're gonna get swept by a lot of teams in this season i think so i'm not a huge fan of this team either do you say so nick batum i had them oh, did I? do they still have nick batum did you ask no did he say nick batum i did i think so but few, i think they have a few years though. late years ladies i don't no they don't any longer they don't no i mean they might as well they might as well they might as well pick that guy up but i have them 26 and 56 and going through i had them about 30 31 wins but then going through mathematically i they there are losses there where there's like maybe win maybe loss it depends if they can get the 36 if Lamelo can be not just a really talented player, but a, more so a winning player, which I think he has in him. I really like Lamelo. He's one of my favorite players. He has been. He's super talented, Can one of the best passers in the league. So we're going to have to, if he can come along, Brandon Miller, if he can show a lot of signs, being well, doing very well there, we'll see if that right there could be Something nice. I mean, I thought they should have went with Scoot, but that's me. But that's what I got. They should have went with Scoot. Oh, Scoot Lamelo back backcourt would have been nasty. But anyways, um, I think that this team's just a twenty-six win team. I don't think we need to spend too much time on them. We got a lot to talk about. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Haven't even finished this division. <laughs> yeah, they they are anywhere from average to below average. That's for sure. Uh, next team I got is the Orlando Magic. I have them at 38 and 44 as a playing team. Uh, I think, actually, I'll let you guys go. My fault. I'll get into what I got to say well, after. The Magic, for me, I have them at the best team in this division, oh. 43 and 39. Okay, okay. All right. 
Um, I actually also have them at exactly 43 and 39. I have them in the playoffs. Where they're in the playoffs, we'll talk about later, but I have them in the playoffs. Cool, yeah. So, I mean, I think this roster is the best young roster outside of the OKC Thunder. Um, I really like what they're building there. I really like the nucleus of Franz as well as Paolo Banchero. Uh, they still got Markel Fultz, who is really coming into his own belatedly. Uh, I think he's yeah. going to possibly have an all-star season this year. So I think he'll be bordering on that. And then on top of all the young talent they have, Cole Anthony, uh, they still got Jalen Suggs. Who they draft this year? I don't even know who they drafted. They still got Jonathan Isaac, too. Like That could be... He's someone I've been waiting on forever. He's so... Mm-hmm. He's a perfect piece if he can stay healthy. Such a fit. If he can the give them is... more than 20 games, I mean, what? I mean, I don't think... He hasn't even played 20 games in his career, right? And the times he has played, he's looked scary defensively. Like abso- He's played 106 before. games in his wow. career. He I'm played in, because he got dra- you have to remember he got drafted in 17-18. So 17-18 he played 10, 18-19 64, or he technically played 75 and started 64. Wow. And then 19-20 he played 34. Then he's been out for 2020 2020-2021, he was out both years, and then last year he played 11 games. Interesting. So, very, very intrigued to see what his athleticism looks like and what his impact is. Uh, but, yeah, no, I really like this team. I really like this roster, and I could see them getting to the 40-win-plus mark that y'all have them at, too. I have them a little below that, but overall, love this roster, love this team. Yep. For me, I love this young team. I love what they got going on with Paolo and Wagner. I love them going out and drafting Anthony Black, who is a solid player. I love their young roster. I love Markel Fultz, who's really come to be. Jonathan Isaac, you guys have brought up. I think this is hopefully, ideally, the time where he shines. Joe Ingles is a vet that they signed. That He's not an awesome player. But he's a vet. He knows how to win. He knows how to shoot. He knows where to stand. He knows how to lead a bunch of really young players in a lot of ways. I am excited to watch this team go. Gary Harris is on this team. Um, This team, I think, is legit. They're really young. They're showing us that you can build up a team through the draft. They've fixed people's jump shots like we saw with Fultz. I love this team. I love this team. I think they're going to go make some big waves in the season this year. Yeah, I think that Franz is definitely all-star potential. I think Paolo is probably an all-star. I think that they with the nucleus with those two, plus, as Kyle said, Marco Fultz, who 14-4-6 last year. Between all of that, I think that they're going to be a team that's going to be one of the most fun and intriguing teams to play in. No, even in the playoffs, because they're young, but regardless of them being young, I don't think people are going to want to see him. So I like Orlando a lot. I agree with all the points you guys said. Yeah, they are rich with young talent. They really are. And they're a deep team. They're a deep team. Uh, the last team we have in the Southeast is the Washington Wizards. I have them at 28 and 54. Same. 28 and 54. Mad funny we picked the same number. <laughs> but – um. They're trash. 31 and 51, I think they're not good. 
<laughs> there's nothing else to say. Yep. They'll be they'll be able to some game put up points because Jordan Poole could go off, or Kuzma could go off. I mean, they they have a couple of pieces who are pretty talented. Otherwise, they're not. Yeah, they had the worst record out of all my teams. They were ranked 15th in the East. I do think early on they will be more competitive than most think. You know, I think they'll have that new car smell. They'll be, you know, rich to get after it, uh, that competitive spirit. But, you know, once we get past like the, the in-season tournament, late December range, mid to late December, uh, I think it'll be a shit show. It'll be the Jordan Poole show. And, uh, I mean, we saw he went out. He went for forty-one the other night in preseason. Yeah, and Kyle Kuzma, uh, Jordan Poole went for what forty-one in preseason. Then the next night or the next game, he yeah. went like one for fifteen. So it'll be uh, yeah. Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole are like the same person to me. There were people. There were people who almost didn't know fully their role at times on championship teams, and then they're gonna just be people who put up numbers on bad teams. Yep. Kuzma at least knows how to streaky though. I think Kuzma at least knows how to play a little bit. Like he's, he's he seemed to grow into himself a little. He's bit. He's learned now since he's been into since he's been in Washington. So maybe we'll see the same thing out of Pool. But like, yeah, Pool just didn't understand that sometimes like late in game it's Steph's team. Like just give him the ball. <laughs> like, this yeah, is I not, think, this is not your shot, sir. I think Pool's gonna be in heaven because he's gonna be like, oh, this is my team now. He's gonna think he's like. 2007. Like, I get to shoot it 30, 40 times a game. It's going to be and one mixtape tour for Jordan. Absolutely, man. Next week, next we got the Central Division. Uh, First team, Milwaukee Bucks. I have them at 57 and 25. I got them at 58 and 24. 55 and 27. So we all have them in the same boat. They're obviously a contender. They added Dame Lillard. Uh, I'm pretty much going to regurgitate what I said after this trade was made, which is just by having Dame there, it's going to open everything up for Giannis. Giannis, just by being Giannis, is going to open things up for Dame, obviously. Uh, and as I was telling Keenan, when like when this trade first happened, the person who's going to be most happy is Chris Middleton because he's just going to be chilling in the corner half the time getting wide open threes, like absolutely wide open threes. I love this team offensively. Have real questions about them defensively. It comes, especially when it comes to postseason time. Uh, but regular season wise, I don't. You can't go wrong with this team. You got you got Giannis. You got Dame. You've got a good nucleus. They're not as deep as prior, but much like other contending teams, I think they'll be on the buyout market. I think they'll have you know trades here and there. There's always a player, young player that emerges on these type of teams. So I think they'll be just fine overall. Uh, most importantly, I think they will make a move at some point to address that bench. But regular season-wise, I mean, yeah. I mean, they are ripe for mid-50s and up wins. Dame, Giannis plays every game as hard as he can. So, And it sounds like, I mean, I know there's weird stuff going on with their coaching staff. Terry Stotts quit. Sounds like he got in an altercation with their head coach. But it sounds like their head coach is providing mm-hmm. a very uh, competitive atmosphere as I read. So that could be great. That could be bad. I mean, so that's really your questions here is their depth and their brand new coach. Who's, you know, trying to take the helm of a championship team. So I really like them. Yep. Yeah. Let me say through this real quick. Love this team offensively. I love that their bigs are defensive menaces, but also they can all 
shoot outside of Giannis. Like, Brooke Lopez can light it up from three. Brooke Lopez was one of the best defenders last year. Giannis is a great rim protector. Bobby Portis is a great defender. I love that whole unit. Starting Pat Covington, not my favorite thing to do in the world, but you got Dame Lillard out of this. And Dame Lillard matched with Giannis. That two-man game is going to be un- unguardable. One of them is going to score so much every single time. Mm-hmm. If there's a pick and roll at any point, it's either three points for um, Damian Lillard, two points or an and one for Giannis pretty much every time. Um, I don't like um, Kyle was saying that shooting guard position is not the strongest. Their bench isn't super strong, but like a Robin Lopez guy popping in there a few times every once in a while, Cameron Payne. I like that stuff. So I am a huge fan of this team. I think their championship um, as they're going to come down to the buyout market, but I think their championship's going to come down to pieces like Pat Connison, Malik Beasley, Jay Crowder to see how they can perform in high pressure situations. Jay Crowder's a veteran, so you know he's going to. Pat Connison has been on, on the championship team, so he's been in the moment. We'll see. Cameron Payne's also been in the finals, so. These players are ta- are battle tested. Just going to see how they play in this situation. I think we're about to see probably the best defensive season we'll ever see from Giannis because he's got the least amount of offensive load that he's had since he's been a superstar. I with Damian Lillard, like he's going to be able to allow Dame to do more because obviously Drew Holiday is a very good point guard, but he's not the score Dame is clearly. Uh, their backcourt defense is going to be is going to take a hit clearly. And you have probably the best defensive guard in the league. You could argue like a top five defender really in the league with what he does. Um, you're going to lose something. But again, they're, they made it up so much potency offensively. And then you got Brooke Lopez. You've still got, as you said, Giannis, Bobby Porter. So the rim protection is going to be there. It's just teams are going to be able to shoot threes on this team because they're so big. So the really... The teams that are long with three-point shooters are going to give them the most problems, but Mm -hmm. they're going to be fine. They're going to be there at the end. It's going to just come down to can they play better than the Celtics or the Heat or the Sixers or the Cavs to get to the finals, that is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We can move on to the next team, Uh, the Chicago Bulls. I have them at 37 and 45, the definition of mediocre. Uh, I think they'll be really what they were last year. They'll be competitive some nights, but overall, I don't think they have enough. Really wish that they had Lonzo. Uh, it's unfortunate that he has to miss another season. Um, but they do have they do have NBA talent. They do have professional players on their team who can get the job done, who are not just going to you know not compete. Still a Billy Donovan coach team as well, but I could see them being a seller too at the trade deadline with some of the players that they have. So... 37 and 45 for the Chicago Bulls. Yep. For me, really close to that 35 and 47. I think that they are, they've got players. Zach Levine is a solid player. Um, It is a bummer that Lonzo's not there. I blame, I blame triple B big ball of brand shoes. That must've been the shoes. It must've been the shoes that messed that man up because this sucks that we're not watching Lonzo. But anyways, this team is just not it. They don't have the pieces that they need. It's a weird constructed roster. I think they might blow it up at some point and look for the draft. They're absolutely offensive-minded. They're 
Kobe, Kobe White, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, and Patrick Williams would be your only guy who's defensive-oriented on that entire five. Mm-hmm. Like, DeMar DeRozan can play some defense, and Vucevic can protect the rim a little bit. But Vucevic, DeRozan, and Zach Levine, one, if not two of them, will not be there by the trade deadline, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Oh, sorry. I have this team thirty six and forty six. Uh, it's the same as you guys. We have all within one yeah. game, really. But this, yeah, no, they're not great. They're gonna put up some offensive performances. You're gonna see some games where DeRozan's like, "Oh man, that guy's so good," or something. Like that. They're not gonna be great. They're weirdly constructed. With Lonzo, they're a play in team. Without Lonzo, he just ties everything together. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Uh, next, we got the Cleveland Cavaliers. I have them at 46 and 36. What? 49 and 33. 46 and 36. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I think this is obviously a playoff team. I really like their roster in general, especially yeah. their starting five. Their question is, what's the Mobley Jared Allen fit going to look like? Is Mobley taking a leap? Um Because I think he can be, I mean, I talked about Jonathan Isaac being scary defensively. Mobley can absolutely be that. He can be a force on both ends, really. And you could play him at the five comfortably. Uh, They seem to not want to, and maybe he doesn't want to. But uh, I do like their roster. It does seem like Donovan Mitchell might be on his way out at some point. Like, this might just be a stopgap before he goes to wherever his next destination is. So I could see it possibly being a... not an unhappy season, but an uncomfortable season for them because, I don't know, there's enough rumblings around the league from <clears> what <throat> I've heard and read that he just might not be long for Cleveland. So 46, that's why I got them at 46, really. But they could be a 55-win team even, honestly. They got enough talent there. They do. Their their team is awesome. I love Garland. I love Donovan Mitchell, but for me, it's all built around Mobley. I think Mobley, this is his coming out like Chris Bosh offensively mm. type of season. I hope that he developed a real shooting, like stretching of the floor. Um, got some mid-range thing going on. I love Mobley as a player. Defensively, he's going to light up the world, I think, this year defensively. But if he can get a little bit of a shot going... Him working with um, Garland and Mitchell, I feel like this team's going to light it up. They're going to be tough to guard. Another year under their belt. Um, I'm really excited to see this team play. This is a team that Evan Mobley's mature, his maturity and how he progresses is the difference between them being possibly a team who first or second round or definitely competing with a comp for, for a conference final spot. They match up with Milwaukee perfectly. Like, you've got the bigs. Like, Evan Mobley's, if you want someone on Giannis, Evan Mobley's really what you're going to want on him. He can slide, but he's also long, can protect the rim. It's Giannis, so he's going to do what he does. But, like, this is a team that you'd want to build around it. Max Struess knows how to play defense. Obviously, he did in Miami. And really, the thing with them You've got Niang, you've got Okoro, you've got Karis LeVert. I think you need one more veteran piece on the bench if you're going to make a move, but they have time to make that move. So they're going to be a team that's going to be competing for, they're going to be competing for sure for that conference final spot. Yeah, only thing I really don't like about their team is their coach. I think he could be a question mark. Uh, I believe it's J.B. Bickerstaff, but overall, got to love the roster construction. 
Uh, next, Indiana Pacers. I have them at mm-hmm. 42 and 40, which would be my eighth seed, which used to mean something in the NBA. Now, apparently, it is not guaranteed, but I have them at 42 and 40. I got the Pacers at 41 split, so 41 and 41. I got them at 37 and 45. They're actually my last play-in team. Cool. Any comments on them, or should we move along? I really like that they got Bruce Brown. I think Bruce Brown will emerge there as a different type of player um, and have a lot of fun there. Uh, I'd like to see him like how he used to play in Florida back in the day as a college player. Um, And Tyrese, huge fan of Tyrese. So excited to see that team flourish. They're going to be an interesting team that's really going to flourish around Tyrese. We'll see. Obviously, there's Miles Turner's rumors for him being traded every single season. So we'll see if that ever happens. Um, Yeah, but they 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 have some talent on the board. They will be. Yeah, honestly, um, they have some talent on the board and they have one of the best coaches in the league, which is going to make them they're It's going to make them just a team that can win games. They can get into the playoffs and then we'll see what they can see if they can get a game or so on a Milwaukee or a Boston. Yeah, they have tons of young talent. Uh, I think Miles Turner even said he's going to be a top five big in the league this year. We'll see about that. But overall, they have tons of young talent. I have them at 42 and 40, but that could be underselling them completely. I could see this team being up to at least a 46 win team, possibly. Um, But I love their young talent, love Tyrese. Uh, And like Cam said, the Bruce Brown signing, very sneaky, very sneaky on their part because I would have had him going to at least another contender, let alone a young team like that. But yeah, uh, last team in this division, the Detroit Pistons, I have them at 25 and 57. They got lottery written all over them. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, let me blow this right up. I got them at also 41 and oh, 41. <laughs> okay. big, big on the <laughs> Bold take already happened. Detroit Alrighty, there's the first real disagreement. Yep. That was the same. Motown, yep. mo problems. Okay, I got them at 29 and 53. <laughs> I'm in line with Kyle. Uh, Camden, I, Kyle, I'm just going to go to Camden because I need to know why they're 500 ball club. What, yep. what, what's going on, Cam? So, Cade Cunningham, I think Cade is a legit player. Yep. I think that he can do great things. Agree. They drafted Asar Thompson. I love Asar. I like Asar. Asar played really well with his brother in the G League. He played really well in the Summer League. Played well. In the preseason, love him. Okay, this is where I'm really liking these things. Yep. This team has James Wiseman. He sucked for a while. Was not the right fit for him. He's got to build under some things. Take a year, really figure things out. That dude doesn't even need to start because they got Jalen Duran, who I really love. Jalen Duran at center. He's a big dude. He's 19. I love him as a player. I'm really excited to see him flourish this year. And they just got a lot of pieces that I'm really, really liking. Like um, Joe Harris. They got um, Alex Burks and Marvin Bagley III. Not that he's anything special at 24. Um, but I just am – I'm loving this team, how it's constructed. I think Cade Cunningham is not only an all-star, he's an all-NBA player, second team. 
See, he's the top right. ten player in the league. He's this gonna year. Okay. he's gonna ascend. I think Ooh. so. I think Cade's a legit dude. Listen, okay. I do like the Pistons' um, young talent. I mean, I think I think they're up there with like the Magic and the Thunder as far as collection of talent. Where I see them differing, I don't think they necessarily complement each other like the Thunder or the Magic do. I think they're kind of just like like an AAU team almost, like a collection of a bunch of talented players. But they are there, and I do think. I don't know what their record was last year, but I think they'll improve, especially, I mean, Cade only played probably like, what, 15, 20 games? He didn't get even out of the second month, I believe. I don't even know. Um, So they should improve, and I do think 17 and 65 last year, Kyle. Okay, okay. So you know what? Maybe they're even more in line for 30 wins, especially if Cade can play, uh, because he does seem like he could be, you know, a franchise building block. I don't know about a full-on franchise player. I don't know about all NBA. Jaden Ivey's nice, too. Ivy's nice. And I've, I'm big on the Thompson twins from what I've seen. So I'm with you there. I don't see playoffs, mm-hmm. though. I, I mean, that's that's a lot to ask. but No. And I would say we've seen crazier things in the NBA. But I don't know if we have. That would be pretty wild if the Pistons jumped all the way up to the They'll make the play. No. See, they the, won't win the play-in co- probably, but they'll make it. They could compete for the play-in. I got them at twenty-nine. I think I, Kyle, I couldn't agree more with you. They've got a collection of talent that I don't think fits too great together. I think mm-hmm. they need for them. I think they need a good veteran piece, like a per se Pascal Siakam, kind of something like that. And then they need, like I think Cade Cunningham could be the second best player on a championship team. I don't know if he's going to be the best player on a championship team. So I think if you're going to build around him, which he can be one of your building blocks, you would need to get some a, a true superstar or a mm-hmm. higher end star, like a Donovan Mitchell kind of guy in going for. Yeah. But yeah, so twenty nine fifty three, nothing special from them. And last year, Most so wait, last year was Cade's. Last year was Cade's second season too, right? This is third season, second year. Yeah, like twelve games. Okay, so we still haven't seen a lot of him. So I mean, he we'll, was nineteen six and six in those twelve games. Yeah, it'd be nice. Be nice to see what he can do for uh for uh Motown, Motown. But uh, Cam, you willing to you willing to put money down on that? You re- you willing to put your money where your mouth is on uh on the Pistons making the playoffs? That they'll be 500? Yeah. Playoffs. Playoffs. I'm saying they'll make the play-in. Play-in. They'll make the play-in. You willing to put money down on... I can't promise... You willing to put money down on play-in? I put money on them being a 10 seed. Okay. I'll I'll put money down that they'll make it to the 10 seed. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. All right. All right, well, let's move on to the Atlantic Division. We we can get to the wager later. Uh, Sixers. Real quick, I got them at 45 and 37. A lot of that is contingent on what a James Harden trade looks like. I don't think it's crazy to say he does not finish the season in Philly. So I think it's going to be turmoil. Unfortunately for Joel Embiid, it's going to be Ben Simmons 2.0, like exactly what he dealt with two seasons ago. That's what he's going to be, unfortunately, dealing with with James Harden here, who is just going to be skipping practice left and right. I think he does have to show up after it's either 29 days or 29 games he will have to report in order for him to get uh, X amount of money. Uh, so very soon here, we might be seeing James Harden in a Philly uniform. Uh, we saw how that went in Houston and Brooklyn, but he didn't want to be there. So it'll be very interesting over there. I have yeah. them sitting at 45 and 37, though. Yeah, I'm right around that spot, 44 and 38. Um 
I'm not loving the James Harden stuff, but I do think Tyrese Maxey will emerge in a lot of ways. Sure. He's a really solid sure. player. So I'm excited to see that happen. I don't – I have the same record as Camden. They're 44 and 38. I don't really care for this team, to be completely honest with you. Mm-mm. Roster's cool. It's not great. Um, they've got a few – obviously, Maxey, Embiid, clearly. So when you have Embiid, you at least uh, – Playoff contender for sure, always, but it's gonna be one of the last two seasons there for Embiid after everything that's going on, and I mm-hmm. can't blame him. So, I don't nope. think this team's great. And hardened the hardened trade, you're right, Kyle. It could be something, but I don't. If Terrence Mann, a first and a pick swap, won't get you James Harden, then I don't know what will. Yeah, it seems like he'll eventually go to the Clippers at some point, whether that's for Terrence Mann and Rocco and who else, who knows, but he's only killing his own trade value. But hey, that's James Hart. Uh, That's true. That would be him to do that. Next, the Celtics of Boston. I have them at 58 and 24. I like this team entirely much more than I did prior to the Drew Holiday trade. Uh, I was actually pretty down on this team. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, they really, aside from backup big, they don't have any holes in their team, really. Uh, they look good moving the ball. I think Perzingis, this is a big if. If Perzingis can stay healthy, if you can get 65-plus games out of him, he might be looking like an all-star. Uh, I think this offense is going to be incredibly formative for his game. I think they complement all each other well. Uh, I was ready for them to just give up on Jalen Brown. And I actually love Jalen Brown on this team a lot more than I did in teams past. So I really like this roster. I think they're going to be scary defensively if everything meshes well. And I have them as my one seed in the East. Yeah. Similarly, I got them at the one as the one seed, and I got them at 60 wins. Damn. So 60 Ooh. and 22. Um, they, I think, have the best roster in the NBA. Not only that, um, they have the best defensive backcourt, in my opinion, in the NBA between Drew Holiday and Derek White. I think that there's some lovely things going on in which, like Kyle is saying, if Porzingas can play 65-plus games and be legit and healthy, not only does it make it better for Jalen Brown, but it also says, Jalen Brown, I don't need you to be the second best scorer on this team. If Porzingis can do what I want him to do, Porzingis can be the second option offensively. And I'm really excited about seeing some of that mesh. In my ideal world, Al Horford's coming off the bench with that second unit and leading that with Peyton Pritchard. And no spoilers, but I want to say Peyton Pritchard's going to be the man this year. So, loving this team. I also have them as my one seed. I think that this team fits together seamlessly. Um, This is their going into the season. I think this is their best chance at a championship because they finally have a guard who they can rely on to make solid plays. That's the one thing the last few years in the finals against the Warriors, they turned the ball. Jason Tatum had like over a hundred turnovers in the playoffs that year because Jason Tatum, he is a good ball handler. He is not a point guard. Jalen Brown needs to Jalen Brown needs to be a five dribble max guy where he gets the ball coming off his screen, pump fake, little move, get to where his spots is. He's not a guy who needs to ISO quite often. And you've got a guy in Drew Holiday, champion, 
all defensive player, been there, done that. So you've got you got the consummate pro. You got the best version of Marcus Smart now. It's so literally a better Marcus. You just Smart. got a better Marcus Smart. You got the tenacity defensively. You've got the better ball handling, a more consistent shooter, and a little bit better defender. And just pretty much just as versatile. Marcus Smart can go up to a four, rather he can guard a four. Drew Holiday up to a three. So I mean, Marcus Smart's a little bigger body, but mm-hmm. yeah, this is the shout best out to Celt- Brad Stevens. Yeah, absolutely. Shout this out is to a, Brad. This is the best Celtics team that. This is the best Celtics team that I've seen, at least on paper. We'll see how this season goes. And Brad, we trust. Yeah, I would say definitely the best roster since God, tw- that 2019 season, probably, which ended terribly. But that roster was insane and in 18 as well. Uh, the downside to this, mm-hmm. my only questions and my only concerns about this roster, two things, would be A, Joe Mazzula, which, to be fair, he did really well for being mm-hmm. literally thrust in this position. Like couple weeks ahead of the season mm-hmm. um with no backup assistant coaches with no backup assistants didn't choose anybody i'm excited now we got sam cassell uh seemed like he was having problems with grant and marcus Smart steve van gundy year. that's right yeah jeff van gundy's in the uh he's in the as a consultant i think yeah jeff yep. yeah yeah he's a consultant so yeah we got that's we got jvg in the building too great um but yep. i'm i'm loving it i'm loving this whole unit the thing i'm nervous about with them and this happened last year, and it looks like it's only going to continue, is they are very much live by the three, die by the three. And that's all well and good, except, you know. In the, they're going to shoot a lot. They're, yeah, they're going to shoot a lot. They're gonna, they are going to chuck threes, and even if they have a layup, they're going to chuck threes kind of thing, which, you know, is kind of the landscape of the NBA. Mm-hmm. So Porzingis, but, I think, has to come in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. That's a... That's a slowdown. Drew Holiday, Porzingis, pick and pop, pick and roll, get him 16 within, and stop having, okay, Jalen, we don't need a three. Okay, Jason, we do not need a three. Let's go through Porzingis. A position. bad three. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So, that's the I thing, think that's though. where Drew and Porzingis come into play. That's the thing, though. Missoula's going to be like, no, y'all shoot threes, too. Like, Missoula wants as many threes as possible. Here, <laughs> well, so. I think Missoula's going to say, Porzingis, you're shooting eight threes a game. Exactly. Ten threes a game. So that's where I'm scared in the postseason. <laughs> I do favor them in a matchup with Milwaukee just based on, you know, defensive purposes. But I am really scared of this live by the three, die by the three, and then eventually what Missoula will do in sure. critical situations in the playoffs. But other than that, yeah, there's it's a pretty seamless yeah. roster. Uh, next, I got the New York Knicks. I got them at 48 and 34. Um, I think that's around what they had last year. I don't know if they were at 45 wins, but they were definitely in that ballpark. I think they're going to 47, 35. Okay, so I got a one game improvement. Uh, I like this team. I like this roster. They got Dante DiVincenzo. They got the whole Villanova unison thing over there. It's a Tom Thibodeau coach team. Um, Knicks fans absolutely hate Julius Randle, but I mean, with reason, given his postseason performances, him, but, but yeah, they do. I mean, he's been anywhere from a top fifteen to top twenty player the last couple of years. Uh, all NBA's. He, I mean, he plays hard during the season. Your questions with him are postseason. Jalen Brunson. I mean, well, he's the king of New York now, so it's only going to be good vibes if they can get another player in there before or you know around the deadline. Whether it's a complete impact guy or just another guy on their bench, similar to Josh Hart last year. Um, I think it could be a really good season for them. Uh, I think they'll be similar to where they were last year, kind of competing with the Heat and the Cavs to see who can take that next step. 
ultimately last year was the Heat. Um, but I really like this roster. I really like this team. I like what's going on in New York. Uh, and I think Julius Randle's there the whole season, too. Skechers. Julius yep. Randle. For me, I got – oh. <laughs> Yes, I saw all those guys selling Skechers. Whack, but whatever. <laughs> um, I got the Knicks at 15-32. Um, loving this team. They're deep. I'll be quick. Jalen Brunson's the man. Emmanuel Quickly's legit. Quentin Grimes, love that dude. I think he's going to emerge as a player in a lot of ways. Um, and just loving this team all the way around. I think they could make some moves, potentially even – I would move off of R.J. Barrett and see what you could get for that man. But I'm loving I love this team. Love it. I I have this team at 45 and 37. Um, I like them. I think that they're going to be anywhere between a three and a five seed. I'm not going to give it away exactly, but I think they'll be anywhere between a three, five, three, six seed. Um, uh, really with them. They have a roster. I like Julius Randle. He's a great regular season player. I just don't love his fit postseason-wise just because of how the game is played in the postseason, how it's different. I would try to move off of him. Not that you can get this specific player, but if they could get like a Bam and Evan Mobley type of big that's more of like a defensive guy and then who also has a little bit of offensive potency to them, I don't know the guy offhand right now, and obviously if they could to, I think it'd be better fitting, honestly, than Julius Randle, which would be Towns. I don't think, I mean, he's not the defensive guy, obviously, but I think he'd be a better fit there. Um, I think moving off Julius Randle would help them moving forward, but I also don't think that Julius Randle's like the worst player in that situation. I just Mm -hmm. think that his skill set doesn't fit as well with Jalen Brunson and others, because I think with Brunson you get need a little bit more defense and a little bit more a little more defense and a little more surety assurity down low. Okay. Uh next I got the Brooklyn Nets. I have them at 37 and 45. You can tell me they're gonna be a 33 win team and you could tell me they're gonna be a 42 win team and I would believe it because it all hinders on the man, the myth, the legend. Ben Simmons, uh, who has looked good this preseason, which, you know, whatever. I mean, it seems like it's year six of, like, the Ben Simmons, look how much he's improved tour. But I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, Yeah, 37 wins. I think they're good. I don't have them making the playoffs, but I do think they'll be competitive enough. I do like their nucleus. Uh, But, hey, if Simmons really does return to impact player form, they absolutely could be a play-in or playoff team. So I'm not betting on it, though. So we'll see. What do y'all have? Here's another big jump between me and Kyle. I have the Nets at 47 and 35. I love this team. I love Mikhail. I know. Here's the glasses are off. I <laughs> legitimately think our boy Ben Simmons is back. Said our boy. I do. Back in a real way. I think Cam Johnson is a legit player. He's going to go off and do some really great things. I love that they kept this unit together. They're young. Nick Claxton is a legit defender. I think he's going to have a good year. Cam Thomas can emerge. I have this team doing some really big things this year. Mostly about Mikhail Bridges. If you can convince me that Ben Simmons is 22, 
10 and 9, or like his 18, 8 and 8, pretty much what he was before. Be 15, 5 I could, How about Am 18? I hear you on that? Listen, no, I'm just telling you. No, if he's going to be 15, 5 and 5, they're not getting to 47. He needs to be like 20, 10 and 9 if they're going to be getting to 47. I have this team 36 and 46. I think they could get to a max of 42, 43 at max. Um, if I'm a team, I'm, he, they're never going to be able to. Like, obviously, Mikael Bridges is someone that you're going to want to build around as a, a building block in Brooklyn. If I'm any team, I'm going to try to reach out and see, like, hey, especially if this thing's going down south, I'm trying to reach out if I'm any team. I, I don't mind what the package is. I'm going to try to reach out because that guy's a, he's a game changer. I don't think they're going to trade yeah, so, him after trading Durant for him. Oh, no, 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 no. They're not going to trade him. I'm just saying, like, if I'm another team, I'm going to try to reach out. <laughs> see, see if, like, they just made a bad GM decision. They're not looking to trade him by any means. So if, I'm just saying for, like, their sake. But, yeah, I don't see this team. They can be a possible play-in team. I'm thinking that they're going to be a top five seed in the East is crazy to me. Thinking that they're going to have a much better record than the Miami Heat is crazy to me. Why we pay Camden the big dollars, though. That's <laughs> just how I feel. It is. We'll see when the season happens, man. All right, let's move on to the Western Conference. We've got. Wait, wait. Oh, wait, no, wait. my bad. My bad. My Toronto. Bad. Toronto. Toronto. So hey. I, have, I have the Toronto Raptors. Six. Six, God. <laughs> I have the Toronto Raptors at 40 and 42 as my last playing team. Um, they could by all means be a regular play in team or playoff team. Sorry. Um, I just don't know what to expect out of them after last year. They have all the talent. They have the nucleus. They still got Siakam. Uh, they lost Fred Van Vliet, but they still got a lot of youth there with OG and Scotty Barnes, who you would think are fucking Scotty Pippen and Kawhi Leonard, respectfully, the way they talk about them. But, I mean, they won't trade OG for anybody. Um, but... Look, they got all the length in the world. They could they could potentially be a great defensive team, but I got them at 40 and 42 right now. That could be higher. That could be a little lower, but I see them anywhere from 37 to 46 wins. All right, this is where all my losses go, where you guys had the two other ones. I have the Raptors at 30 and 52. I don't think that the... They got they got rid of Fred Van Vliet, who I actually liked in that roster and mm. what he did there. Um, I like this team with a lot of players, but I'm not a big OG guy. Um, I like Scotty Barnes, but I don't think this is a place where he can make a difference winning-wise. Um, they got Grady Dick. Excited for that guy to go ball and see what he can do, but I'm not a huge fan of this roster and team. I've got this roster at 42 and 40. I have them making the playoffs. I think that they are a lot of these pieces on their team are like the one piece away championship teams. Like, I think if you have Scotty Barnes on per se, like, say, Oklahoma City or, like, OG, like, that could put them, like, even higher or, like, so they have a lot of those pieces, but they're missing, like, Siakam's a, a star, but they feel like they're missing that, like, star star. Like, if Lillard would have gone there and they could have kept yes. some of those pieces, like, that would have been a phenomenal, like, that's a team where you're yep. like, okay, they can go compete for something crazy. So that's, I feel like they're just missing that, like, 
really big star star. It was kind of like what the Heat were missing a few years ago, but the Heat managed to still coach their way into finals appearances. Cool. You guys ready to move on to the West now? After I discounted the Raptors? Absolutely. I think so. All right. 